strangers on the internet! Welcome to Geek, the podcast about video games. And yes, friends! Whoa! And this week in our annual Halloween special, we are going to get all kinds of spooky up in this piece. Cotton candy and kale and blood rituals. It's going to be a great time for everyone. Especially you, dead man in the corner, Tilo. I hate him the most. That's why he's dead. My name is Andrew Fasciano. <laughs> Did you say kale? Yes! I have no idea what he said, but can we please bury this body? No! It was sitting in no. the corner, it's festive, it is decoration. No, but it's an actual dead body, we need to bury it. I mean, Yes, but it's Halloween. Get festive. Get in the sand. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll okay, go now get. I just I'll... became an Italian stereotype. Hi, my name is Drew. <laughs> and uh, a fun fact about myself: my favorite Halloween costume that I have ever worn was a Lego alien costume. Uh, I had this really cool Lego set that was like Space Invader Aliens, and I loved it oh, so I much. Oh, I had that set. Yeah. So what happened what? is. Um, uh, my mom, like, surprised me and was like, hey, we're gonna make, like, a cool light-up thing together. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And it was, like, the best costume ever. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah, like, it, it actually lit up and stuff. And, uh, like, there was this back part that was kind of, like, the bug abdomen or what have you. Had little wings. Uh, and it was all part of, like, this one mask that you got with mm-hmm. the set. And so, because I had the mask, I was like, well, this is my Halloween costume. And then we just kind of threw stuff on top of it, and uh, worked out nice. really great. I was I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. Now, and this was based off like the space exploration set, like yeah. the aliens and the like the rover set and all that. Yeah, yeah. You had that too. Well, I had the Lego set. I never had the costume. Well, again, like the costume was pretty much all custom except for like the promotional mask. It's just the mask was so cool that like it became the centerpiece of the entire costume, which was nice. all like, you know. My mom knows how to do stuff with, you know, materials at home. And it was just, you know, some cardboard and some lights and boom. It was kind of sweet. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I, I was pretty happy with it. But yeah. um, that's me. I've got two other strangers here and they've worn Halloween costumes in the past. I want to know about uh, those. So let's see. Hello, my name is Adam. Um, Hello, Adam. Hi, Adam. My favorite Halloween costume is the what is the one I've been repping for a couple years. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I traditionally go as the Wizard King in, oh, God. Uh, for Halloween. It's the best. <laughs> I, and the Wizard King. I've never is... seen the Wizard King. When am I going to really? see the Wizard King? You've never seen the Wizard King? How is that possible? I you don't know. Uh, so what it is is it's a long red robe with a white sash around the middle. It's a a Mickey Mouse's apprentice uh, hat with a crown on it, and then I walk around with a uh, very specifically a sword i got from hercules on ice because it's this giant gold sword and a walking stick that uh my cousin greg made for me and it looks really cool because it's kind of got a knock at the top of it so it kind of looks like a kind of like a serpenty kind of looks like wizardry staff uh but yeah that's my costume that's amazing i put that together one year because when i was a ca and i think i might have told this story I was a CA and my friends wanted to go trick-or-treating and I didn't have a costume. So I said, fuck it. Let me just use all these cool knickknacks my mom sent me up here with. 
because she was like, oh, you might need it for Halloween. And lo and behold, I did. She was right. You need it for every Halloween now. It's the perfect costume. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've been doing that for like four, maybe five years. Could That's... be more. Let's make it. Did let's you do it every it, year? Let's make it six. Never mind. Let's make it six. Yeah, six let's make years. it six. Let's make it six. Hmm. All right. So, hi there, everybody. Hi. My name is Zach. And uh, I might have talked about this before. Honestly, I might have talked about this last October, but my favorite costume is also the last costume I wore for Halloween, which was uh, Admiral Akbar, the wizard. Oh, Admiral. How does that work? Is it just Admiral Akbar with the wizard's hat? Well, um, so I also got a package from my mom for Halloween supplies and while I was in college. Um, and in the box was a wizard robe, a wizard's beard, mm-hmm. I don't know, a wizard's hat, and I don't know why, but there was an Admiral Akbar like rubber headpiece. That uh, huh. that's an excellent combination, man. I have everything no idea. made sense up until the Admiral Akbar, right? Like, and like, so here's, I was like, I could be a wizard, or I could be Admiral Akbar the wizard. Mm-hmm. And so he I made went the, the right ladder. Choice. And Zach knew in his heart he had to make the right call. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. And that is probably my favorite costume. And I am at, I am positive I have not worn a costume since. And that was like freshman year of college. Hmm. Hey, now, you cosplayed one time. I that, cosplayed one time. And it wasn't yeah. very good. And if anyone finds it, I'm going to kill them. Well, uh, I will say, I, I don't have a... It's not a... I have a fun Halloween costume story that I don't think I've told on this one before. Hmm. Um it's not a costume I wore, but for when I was really, really young, um, my mom put together... So, me and my dad were supposed to be doing, like, a combo, like, Halloween setup thing, where I was going to go as Peter Pan, and my dad was going to go as Captain Hook. Mm. And mm. we had... And this is based off the movie Hook. Um, hmm. So, we had the costumes ready, and apparently, like, the day before Halloween, I got it in my head, like, no, I don't want to be Peter Pan anymore. I want to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> oh, the greatest. No. Um... And so I was pretty adamant about this, and apparently my mom, I, and I remember wearing the costume, I don't remember her, like, making this, but she made it, like, the day before Halloween, and made, like, this, like, turtle shell and green, like, like a long-sleeve turtleneck shirt for me to wear, and then sewed the turtle shell onto it. So it looks pretty good, and apparently I wore it for multiple days after Halloween. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. But I'm kind of bummed in hindsight, because it's like, oh, man... Captain Hook and Peter Pan with me and my dad would have been really fun. Why did I do that? I was a foolish child, but also the turtles are cool. You had to do what was right in your heart. You had to do what was right in your heart. Maybe one year I'll convince my dad to do uh, Captain Hook and I'll do Peter Pan again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. All right, guys, is it time for the midnight hour and the Halloweening to begin? Is it it the moment? It's like only eight o'clock. What are you talking about? No, it is the midnight hour. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Midnight hour. The midnight hour. The blood rituals have been sealed. The candy is by the door. The pumpkins have been carved and bled. It's time for a spooky Halloween festival. (laughs) 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 Who's ready to tell for the Midnight Society? For the Midnight Society. Wait. Let us... Yes. Okay. We have a Midnight Society? Have you seen... Do you not remember the Midnight Society from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, that. Yes, it is that. Right. But I'm yes. sorry, Drew. I kept interrupting you. What were oh, you... Oh, it's okay. I was what just going to say exactly this? what you were going to say. So we said it together. I just... I just... It's fine. 
In any case, oh. let's let's gather around the campfire and begin the the first ritual, which is going to be telling spooky gaming stories from this year or years past. What was the sound right. effect they did when they when they had the stories like something like that i don't that know sounds like I'll, oh god that sounds like the the sound effect from uh sounds like generic alien noise if i'm honest no but but you actually got fairly close to the uh the spooky noise that they do in uh re something re zero there we go oh oh yeah 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 um yeah so spooky stories who shall go first i have one and only one so i think i'll wait to be third oh i see well, Adam, would you like to tell a tale? Sure. Uh, let's see. Halloween stories. Um, so a lot of my... I don't have many spooky stories from this year. I have a lot of older ones. Um, so a couple of them I may have told. A couple of them I haven't. I know I haven't. I remember one year on Halloween getting together with my with one of my friends, um, Diana, and... He, uh, she, oh, my God. Me and her were playing... Uh, ended up playing through almost all of DMC 1 in one Halloween. Ooh, and I just remember that wow. because we went like trick or treating, like for one, um, for one evening. We went around. We came. We were hanging at my house. We went trick or treating, and then we came back, and she had it on the PS2. We're like, oh, let's check this out. Let's play it. And then we almost like completely beat that entire game in one night. That wow. game is always. I, I don't know. Every time it's Halloween, I always kind of think of that game because it's like. I know we talk a lot about D- like Devil May Cry, but I feel like we talk about three a lot. Mm-hmm. One is very mu- way more like, mm. wow, look, haunted house. I'm like, oh, God. Mm. It's Did spooky. Do- look at those spooky things. Yeah. I don't remember DMC Yeah, one. no, essentially. But yeah, I don't know. Every time when it's Halloween, I always think of that because I think we, we went trick-or-treating. Then we watched uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh, we- that movie is so... <gasps> Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. My dude, we had like... A, like that was a pretty legit like halloween and for a while like no halloween topped that night i mean that, that's just pretty legit God, i i love that movie i genuinely i think that's like not just like goofy like oh it's a goofy scoot i genuinely like watching that film i think it's, it's really good like it's I don't, that or to tangent away from games for a second i remember that when we watched it the first time that movie legit scared me because it was like Dang. oh my god they're actual monsters scooby-doo get out of there yeah the music uh the terror time song what was it i do <laughs> and shocking enough i know a number of people who um know that song and like remember it even to this day it was like that's a shocking amount of people i th- i thought it would be like oh maybe only one or two people would know but there's more than a like more than a few Huh. Yeah. So, I just know it's terror time again. Time again. They got, got you running through the night. night. God damn it. Oh, man. Put that as the ending music. God damn it. Hey. I know we usually use Pearl okay. Put that at the end. That's the. Wait, that's a good Halloween wait song. A sec, wait a second. Done. So I did not remember. Time. I want to say this right now. I didn't remember that song, and then you guys started singing it, and I was like, Oh, all right, that's what it is. <laughs> it's an earworm now, for sure. See, it's you... an earworm for sure. <laughs> it, now, it I, I encourage everybody to now have that song stuck in your head for the re- until Halloween is over. I'll give it that a shot. is the curse of Nitwick. Oh, the Nitwick curse. That's not a bad curse. Oh. <laughs> Drew, what uh, what Halloween stories do you have? I am going to tell this terrifying tale. Of the drone from No Man's Sky that wouldn't fuck off. 
Fuck off! Fuck off! So this is actually, um, this is probably one of the things that makes me pretty okay with No Man's Sky, just because I remember this happening to me in the game, and it genuinely kind of shocking me that uh, events played out the way they did. So Mm. let me tell you a tale. There I was, on a large, rainy planet with high sentinel frequency. Lots of flora, lots of fauna, and I'm just digging around mining. Because that's kind of what you did in early No Man's Skyland. You did a lot of mining. Can I, have a uh, qu- can I take a quick question? There's something I wanted up? to know about No Man's Sky. Did they actually generate, like, real forests in that? I mean, how do you define what a bizarre real question. Like, like a dense forest with a bunch of canopy and, and foliage. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. definitely run into, like, forest-like areas, and, like, they have different biomes. Um, okay. I don't know how, like, it depends on how realistic you want to make. Like, you're not going to get something like um, like a forest in, say, uh, like a Far Cry game or anything, where they're, like, super mm-hmm. detailed to the point of, like, this was clearly handcrafted or used some very no, just, specific stuff. No, I, I was just thinking, like, did they have, like, densely packed trees with undergrowth? Um, I mean... I, I'm pretty sure they like they definitely have trees. They definitely have like dense areas. I, I mm-hmm. feel like there are forests in there. I must have run through. Okay. Um, in any case, this was more by the like kind of hilly, cavey areas, and mm-hmm. I run into some drones, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm strong. I can take on these drones. But they kept coming. Many drones continued to come, and my health was dwindling a lot. And so I start doing the other thing, which is instead of fighting, I run away and the drones start chasing me. And at one point, there's this kind of like Liger-esque drone that's following me around and I have no ammo and I have no shields and I'm dying and it's raining and the music is pumping. And I managed to kind of like punch it to death, if that makes sense. And it felt really cool. And then a bunch of other drones kept following me and I was really freaked out. So what I did is I found this cave, drilled a hole through it, and it led to this entire other cave networking system. And I got stuck in there. I was trapped in these caves. And I'm digging out, I'm digging out. I finally find a little hole of light and I peek up and I'm ready to get out. And as I do, this fucking drone was following me above ground and just floats (laughs) over me. And it's just like, like some scene out of like some, like, I don't know, some kind of movie. And I just Uh like have this moment of, <laughs> and like I hide in the cave for a little bit, and uh, eventually he's just hunkering down. Like, please, please don't find me. I kind of had to because I had no help. I was like, oh shit! Like, what's this guy gonna do to me? In any mm. case, in any case, um, it was just this weird little shocking moment where like I had genuinely thought like, oh, I've like I've ditched these guys. Whatever, I'm totally safe. But like, I'm pretty sure it was the same drone that just followed me above ground, and I was too close to the surface to not get like you know fuck with its AI. And I think mm-hmm. it just knew where I was the whole time. And that kind of messed with me. So so oh, that God. was my story. That is my story. Drones are me and scary sometimes. And You're getting attacked, hunting by drones. Attacked by the drones. That's me. I'm going to throw, throw in a little, little dust on the fire. Who is next? I think Who it's me. Next? I think All it's right, me. Zach. All, right. All right, Zach. Go for it. Hey, everybody. Um, so my story is one I think I've told here before. And it's the tale of me playing Doki Doki Literature Club, because that's probably the only scary thing, the only scary, like, game I've experienced in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I've told it here before, but I'll, I'll just I'll just give it in brief again. It's a spooky game. Um, and, like, the, the thing that probably spooked me the most was um, how the game sort of, like, takes a dark turn, and then it starts glitching and falling apart, and, like, 
it has these elements that are sort of like reach out against reach out from the screen um and so i remember as i was playing i was like it was very to me it felt kind of atmospheric as i kind of got further and further into it and i was kind of like what's going to happen and so much anticipation had built up that like when these like little glitches started happening i was like really freaking out by them things like that um well, at first, and like, I was watching your Let's Play of it. For At first, you were kind oh, of yeah. excited. I remember you were like, oh, wait, I can actually find that line of code in the scripts. Let me check it out. I was like, oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. I did. I did hunt down the lines of code. and I, tr- I tried to hunt down those codes. Um, and there was like uh, project files. There we go. There were project files that I went and looked up. I did, to- mm. which I did totally look them up. Uh, like something weird happened and I looked it up and I was very excited about it. But... I was, like, both excited because I'm like, oh, cool, I get to directly interact. But I was also, like, kind of freaked out uh, because I can get very anxious. And being very anxious makes me very irrational. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that's the point. I, yeah, exactly. Um, and so it got me into that kind of a state. And mm. uh, as you both know, I could not finish it. And I yeah, still have you, You've mentioned before you're still kind of waiting for, like, a, an I'm opportunity to go finish that. I'm too spooked. I, I swear, oh, if we we should meet up like next weekend or something, or maybe this weekend or something, and just like we'll just open up some spooky games. I will play mm-hmm. them and get very scared, and you can just record me. Take your phone out, record me. I'm gonna look like a scared, scared little man. Mm. Anyways, that's that's me. How about the rest of you? Throw some dust on the fire for Doki Doki Literature Club. We need to keep I... the spirits happy. <laughs> sure, they must be happy. Zach. Just... I did. I put it in. Good. The spirit is so upset that you did this. Ooh. We have to keep the cabin spirits appeased. <laughs> okay, let me go get right. the book. Uh, let me see if I can think of another Halloween story that I have not told. Um, did I already tell the story about getting super spooked while playing uh, PT? I think no. I might have told it last wait, year. Wait, was it PT is the one where you were like running around in a hallway that infinitely looped, right? Yeah, it was what would it's what would have been Silent Hills. Yeah, yeah. Um, long story short, if I haven't told that one, and I'll think of a different one, is that, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, I, might have even been last year, if now that I think about it, uh, I went over to my buddy Josh's place, and he had PT downloaded on his, P, uh, PlayStation 4, and I hadn't played it yet, and it had been out for a while, and this is actually after it had been, like, pulled from the PSN, so we couldn't actually play it again. Right, uh, right, right. It might have been before, I can't remember. Um, and I was playing it. I was not sure what to expect, and I remember at one point I was getting really into it, and the the lights in the hall were were out, because as you keep going, like, different things happen in this hall, and I got to this point where I I turn a corner, and I see the the ghost in in the hallway, like, like, standing there and, like, flicker away, and I was really scared, and I remember I was like, okay, this is so fucked, and I went down, I went into the next loop, and it was, like, pitch black, and... I'm walking forward, and from behind your character, you can hear it saying, um, like, I'll get you, or I'll kill you, or something. And I remember that really freaking me out, and I don't know... I think most people would have accepted, like, don't look at it. And I flip the camera around, and I'm looking dead at it, and it, like, does its kill animation on it, on you. Like, and I didn't know you could actually die in PT. You can! (laughs) Yeah, you can totally die! And you know what's worse? Because it, like, jumps you, it, like, chokes you out, and you're on the floor... And you're actually just laying there, and you can still hear what's happening, and your vision's kind of, like, blurred. Mm-hmm. And it definitely sounds like it's either, like, undoing your pants and, like, like ripping, like, your guts or something. I remember hearing a zipper, but it's very, like, 
oh my god, what the fuck is happening to you? Jeez, because like and, I didn't know you could well, die. Yeah, in wow, that what game. the fuck? I I I thought it was just a walking sim. I didn't think it. Had, no, like... you can toads die, and I died on accident, and I just distinctly remember, like when I loaded back in, the rest of that night, my heart was just like pounding because I was so scared. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's fucked. That is a good. I one. must have talked about that before, but it always really saddens me what happened to silent hills because pt is really something special it, it's just so good at being atmospheric and i i wish silent hills could have been a thing because that game would have been like the most spooky like i it's a loss mm -hmm. it's definitely a loss like even if konami were to go back and try to make silent hills um i would be interested in it if they got like almost the exact same cast but they probably can't it's like mm -hmm. I, I will say PT alone spawned, like, what I'll call the horror walking simulator. I, I don't think anybody's going to argue me on that. No, did it come before it Amnesia? Uh, say again? Did it come before Amnesia? I guess not, so I couldn't have spawned it. But all I'll say is, after PT came out, there was, like, a huge glut of, like, indie horror games that were first person and did a lot of the same tricks that PT did, so... I feel like it came out around the same time as Amnesia, because I know Amnesia, like, set off a bunch of them as well. I think Amnesia was significantly earlier. Yeah, oh, so Amnesia okay. was significantly earlier. I feel like Amnesia was kind of like a one-off thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess I wouldn't. I, I guess I'll correct myself. It maybe wasn't a. It didn't spawn it, but it certainly gave it some like. It gave some it some legs to like get started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be my story. As I think of more. I mean. Oh, I got another one. All right, but go ahead, Drew. I mean, I was just going to to speak to Amnesia because. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, Soma's by the same team that did Amnesia, and Soma is very close. Like, the, I think what happened is, like, those games, when they produce them, when they set them out, they just don't have the reach. PT mm -hmm. was like, here's this super cool secret, BT dubs, Kojima's involved. And I think that's just name-dropping. So I think, like, once that kind of genre got some star power behind it, then it was probably a lot easier for to be like, oh, let's do this. This looks really sick. Mm -hmm. Let's-a go. Which, actually, let's actually, go. That, that actually kind of, uh... Makes it interesting because uh, because it's like Death Stranding. I forgot Kojima did was going to be on Silent Hill. Oh yeah, it was so, a big deal. Mm. Him and, I get uh, like Del Death Toro. Stranding seems to be the like love marriage between uh, Kojima with Kojima between Metal Gear and uh, Silent Hills. So it could be. To be honest, I have no idea what's going on in Death Stranding. Nobody does, but it seems like it. It's atmospheric. I, okay, yeah. I really want to like it. I just don't know what it is yet I'm, I'm gonna get it once it comes out just to i know. will say um <laughs> since we're on the talk of death stranding some of those trailers in death stranding are legitimately creepy you know there's a couple right. that came out this year they're like legit like so otherworldly and creepy it's like what the fuck is going on yeah it's like they have a cosmic horror vibe to them yeah um, but Drew, you were gonna tell ones. a story about amnesia, or were you just oh, no, bringing no. it up? I was just, we I was just, it. I just thought it was an interesting talking point. Um, when yeah. did the horror walking sims start? And I, I think I'm just gonna chalk it up to star power with PT because it was like, hey, do you like Del Toro? Do you like Silent Hill? Do you like Kojima's weird shit? Um, hey, look at this thing related to all of it. Have a nice day. Whereas uh, amnesia, I feel like is, it's just kind of like. It's a very creepy game on itself without any star power to lull you into it. And it mm. even looks kind of creepy. Like, it has, like, that kind of, like, lo-fi... Like, I don't want to say lo-fi because I know they put effort into the game, but, like, it certainly doesn't have, like, that nice polished look. It, it's not triple A, but it's not necessarily your run-of-the-mill indie. I'd almost call it, like, a double A or, like, a B-plus game. Yeah, and yeah. That's not a rating of the quality of that game. I'm just talking, like, 
that's a rating of its budget i'd feel oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah like it's definitely from a small team like oh. um I, I'm pretty... I do have a st- mm. go ahead go ahead i was talking up stuff. oh i was gonna say i do have a story of playing a bit of amnesia uh drew have you you've played amnesia before yeah yeah it's a super cool super freaky game um I remember being super scared while fight while trying to get past the water monster. Whatever Dude. the hell that thing is. I hated that part. I hated that, it so much. That's the one where it's it's invisible, but you can see it in the water, right? Yeah. So oh, for anybody God. who doesn't know, um, and Zach, I don't know if you know this because you of how you stay away from horror games. Mm. There's a section in Amnesia where you go into the cellar and it's flooded from like the rains and such. Right. And there's all these floating boxes around. And you get up on one of the boxes and suddenly you hear like this big splashing noise, but you don't know what it is or where it came from. And as you're kind of exploring together, what you find out is there is something down in the water with you, but it can only see you when you're in the water. So what you have to do is you have to like throw chunks of meat in the water so it eats that while also like doing a platforming puzzle. And there are scenarios where you can get yourself in a situation where you're you're done you can't get out of here it's just got to kill you kind of deal just because like you've run out of meat to throw at it or you weren't quick enough in solving the puzzle it's really tense and scary Uh, i i think we played a little bit of that uh one halloween it was like no no i'm sorry amnesia this is too much (laughs) damn you know I, i know that the idea of like oh you're trapped is kind of considered like bad design these days but i actually think those moments are pretty fun if they're something that can happen it adds some tension you know yeah i guess that's true because like you from a game design you don't want to feel like oh the player can't get out but sometimes in a horror game i feel like that's kind of the point okay it's kind of the point like i I think in a horror game the loss of agency is part of the appeal yeah um that like you want to like lose some agency and and effectively feel like a victim in the scenario mm-hmm. um or, or, like or it's, like go ahead you have to feel like you're sort of just barely getting by or like oh god they almost saw me it, again yeah. it's it's about losing agency rather than having agency I, I but that's a that's a fun it. game to play mm, sorry i was just saying I, I don't know if i i guess when i think about it it's more about like maybe not losing agency but just like having a challenge right like like Mm. it's not like a power fantasy of like i have all the guns and i am part god and well that's what i mean that that's that's what i mean by a loss of agency it basically being depowered yourself that you're sort of at the whims and mercies of the enemy that you're facing rather Mm. than being the one who controls the situation in the scenario i can kind of see that yeah i I vary in opinion slightly in the sense that I think it's it's not about like, oh, I'm like submitting to this like greater power. It's more like, oh, this is like an actual threat and it's so high mm. and it's not about like letting you know you can survive. In fact, you're pretty sure you're not supposed to, but you want to try anyway. Mm. Like, Well, that's kind of what I, I suppose we, we are sort of aggressively agreeing with you're, each you're, other here. Yeah, you're, but... you're basically saying the same thing, but I think you're saying it's like kind of in two different ways where mm. it's like there's the challenge of can i survive this versus the challenge of you know i I, you didn't have it like you couldn't do this thing and it's trying to be like these options aren't available to you kind of thing and that loss Mm -hmm. of agency Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. amnesia is a really good horror game that i will never play fuck that that's too much well i mean you played Uh, its sequel so you're good on that front uh i no remember someone was the game i didn't play I was All like, right. I want to, I want to watch something fun. I'll watch my my LPs play it, and it's like, wow, that was the wrong decision. 
You can always try Machine for Pigs. I should watch that LP. Oh, no, I, ne- I never actually played the sequel for uh, Machine of Pigs. I thought you were talking about Soma. Ah, uh, yes, a machine for pigs. I-, I was talking about Soma. It's just I feel like Machine for Pigs gets a little overlooked because it was a collaboration. But, you know, that's neither here. That's... Oh, okay. Then I got confused of what you were asking. Uh, neither that's here okay. nor there. Do we have any other horror stories? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm dry. I, I, I didn't one. Got a dry Zach. Do you have any more? Uh, I'm good. I, I can't think of any compelling ones off the top of my head. I think um, maybe uh, if you got no more, or if you got any more, go for it. But I'm I not. just want to throw two games out that I that I when it's Halloween, I always think of. Mm-hmm. One is Luigi's Mansion to me. Oh my god, Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. I feel like Luigi's Mansion is somehow Halloween, like, just condensed into a game because it's just the right amount of really scary and kind of goofy fun. Like, you know, you know you're in no danger, but it will, like, poke at that, hey, this is kind of scary. I yeah. think it's um, really scary. And I, I know we talked about that last year. I just wanted to bring it up because, boy, I like Luigi's Mansion. It's like a lot of Nintendo's games. It catches this nice sort of... Um, you, you get both the feeling of, uh, like, the game is both, uh, like, sort of cheeky and fun, but also very authentic to what mm. it's trying to be. It always reminds me of going to, like, like a high school haunted house kind of deal, where, like, yeah. you know it's not scary, but it's still getting you every once in a while. I still think um, it's scary. I think that giant baby in the beginning of the game is fucking terrifying. I guess that's fair. I will say there was a part in that game, and I know I told this, I know for sure I told this story last year, uh, where there's a sequence where all the lights in the house go out, so it's just nonstop ghosts the entire time. Oh, and I remember, yeah. like, s- like, putting the game down because I got really scared. Dang. I actually have a glitch that I want to bring up because you brought that up. Go for it. During, the, uh, the hol- during that sequence, or somewhere around that area... There's apparently some kind of shadow where it's Luigi, but he's just kind of like up a little bit. And I, I'm pretty sure it looks like he's getting like hung, like from a rafter or something. Oh my God. I don't remember that. Well, as, all right, guys, actual scary moment from this year. Do you remember when Luigi was killed? (gasps) I do. I'm so sorry, Luigi. That's right. Death from Castlevania showed up and took his soul which, coincidentally, is the other game I wanted to mention, because Castlevania is also very much like, like, this is Halloween. This is like, look at all these spooky, scary monsters. It's like, yeah, this is so fun. But I just wanted to bring both of those up. Oh, God, that's right. horrifying, Drew. <laughs> right? <laughs> so for people who can't see it, uh, Drew has posted in our in our chat, uh, I'm sorry, pulled out of his pocket in the cabin we are all in. That's and right. And showing us a picture. And yeah, it's... That's definitely Luigi just being hung. It's, oh my uh, god, what that's, the fuck? That's horrible. <laughs> Nintendo, what's the fu- what the fuck's wrong with you? Happy yeah, Halloween, that, That's everyone. it for me on stories. Um, I just want to mention those two games because they're very Halloween-centric to me. Sorry, you said Halloween. Luigi's Mansion, and what was the second one? Oh, just Castlevania in general, but maybe specifically like Symphony of the Night. Mm, I see, uh, I see. Well, in, in that case, perhaps it's time for a heated discussion about best... I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> So we are going to talk about some of the best gaming monsters we got. Um, we're going to talk about vampires, zombies, mm. and witch. Um, so first round is going to be vampires. Everyone's going to say their favorite vampire. And then we're going to have a little quick discussion about why that vampire is best or why you think your vampire wins or why another vampire wins. We're just going to duke them out. And then okay. we're going to do it for zombie and witch. I think 
I think I'm going to start with the weakest of the vampires. I don't have a lot of good vampire examples. I wish, by the way, I had played the Va Vampire the Masquerade game from like 2000, because then I'd probably have the best vampire. But I haven't, mm -hmm. so I, I can't really bring it up. But instead, I will bring up a game I played on the GameCube, and I'm not sure how it got on the GameCube, but it's Blood Rain. Ooh! Wow. Um, Blood Rain is, is best vampire for you? <laughs> it's like one of the only vampire games I've played. I um, see. All right. Uh, do you like have a specific I could... vampire? Is it is the is the it's cover girl? The cover girl, obviously. Okay. The character you play as the entire time. I think Fair her enough. name literally is Blood Rain. Yeah, her name is Blood Rain, yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, well, that's one vampire. That Adam is a vampire. Uh she kills Nazis and it otherwise was a rather fun game to play. Nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Well Let's then see. Adam, do you have a vampire that you're gonna throw into the ring? That's right. I uh for my best vampire, I'm gonna put Alucard in from uh, Castlevania. That's a strong one. Since I since strong I've been one. thinking yeah, about Yeah, that's, that's a so, strong strong vamp. So, uh the Castlevania Netflix series is coming up and it's going to start covering like the stuff of the stuff from Symphony of the Night. I've been thinking about Symphony of the Night like for a while. So, when Drew's like, "Who's best vampire?" like, "It's got to be Alucard." Ah. Yeah. It's got to be Alucard. Right. He's so cool. When does that come out by the way? Cuz I'm waiting for season 2 and it kind of sucks uh, that they're not soon. timing it with October. Alucard well, it's coming out very soon. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know if we want to tie like date when this episode was recorded, but so, soon. So okay. two things I want to say. One, I look forward to Bloodstained. Mm -hmm. Two, um, Alucard, so far as I know it, is like the ideal embodiment of what a classical vampire is to me. Not Dracula himself. I mean, wait, shit, no, it would be Dracula. Wait, which one was Alucard? Fuck. Alucard is all right. You know we, what? We we can get to this I discussion. Wanna, I want to throw I my hear boy Drew. in the ring. I want to throw my right, boy throw, in the ring. Throw your all boy right, in. All right. Okay. Best so, vampire, go. Okay. Best vampire I've seen, and I gotta say, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for this guy. Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid Four. Oh, my boy geez. Vamp. My boy Vamp. What? Who? Immortal. Vamp does not die. Fights mech soldiers. Fights robot ninjas. Uh, has a thick accent, and is just you know his own thing he is hot gods what is this man <laughs> man damn that's a that's a good pick vamp is a good vampire he's um, an excellent vampire i all right I, I i understand alucard is a classic i think vamp gets overlooked and he if you know him is just a lovely character he is happy he is living yeah, his immortal that's... life <laughs> now let me ask you this because again i didn't play through four um is vamp actually a vampire or is he like uh, fortune where it's like he thinks he's a vampire has the abilities kind of of it I, he's got nano machines i think like he oh god that's right he's like he's like a he's like everything in metal gear solid he's like we want to have this but we need a technical reason for why he's here so nano machines mm -hmm. you go ah uh, um, yes nano machines the <laughs> explanation everywhere yeah i um, um yeah no i think he's great i think he's a really fun he's character. he has one of these uh, one of the really cool fights with raiden in uh four and i always like that scene vamp is cool i'm gonna argue for alucard on one that he is an actual vampire mm -hmm. two he is the son of dracula three he is um so si this is kind of spoilers for for symphony night and also the netflix original series <laughs> i realize uh he is the son of dracula and this uh human woman who is like i have to defend humanity and he kind of begrudgingly has to go and fight his father in the game in the series he's like i'm gonna go kill that son of a bitch it's gonna happen 
Um, but yeah, I've know. read the plot for the, for the game, and it's very complicated. It's but it's weird because Symphony of the Night is both complicated and then really simple. But um, yeah, that that's my argument. Actual vampire wants to save humanity. Um, is crazy powerful even in his game. I think he does actually. Like, it's interesting that Zach brought it up because he does have all of the classic vampire like Bram Stoker powers of like can turn into a bat, can turn into a wolf, can turn into mist. Uh, he can. He can well, drain yeah. your blood. He can summon souls to fight for himself. Fight for him. Yeah. Um, although I will say that my first thought was Dracula, Dracula from Castlevania. Mm. Dracula, Dracula. You know, I I'm just gonna say, Vamp can dance. Vamp can dance. He he's got blood on his hands, and most importantly, Vamp don't give a fuck. Are we are he- we having a vote? I mean, no, we're not having a vote. We're just—it's just—it's a, a forum. It's a discussion. <laughs> but I okay. But I want to give—I want to give my vote right, to Alucard. Give, give your oh, you want to give a vote to Alucard? Well, we didn't even then, give yes, Vamp a voting. chance. <laughs> Y'all oh, are crazy. Vamp's gonna kill you in your sleep. It's gonna happen. Check this out. I think Alucard can backdash forever, and you can never catch up with him. Check this out. Vamp can dance and fights mechs and is just chillin' all the time. He's happier. Alucard has stress. Alucard is not fun at a party. That's fair. Nobody, Alucard let me tell you this, nobody is saying Alucard. I feel like if Alucard is at a party, you'd be like, hey man, how's it going? Like, Listen, I must complete my mission and kill my father for all of humanity. Alright, dude. That's cool. Hey right. Vamp, what you doing? Could you be the one to finally kill me? <laughs> I hate this party. <laughs> yeah, that's... this party sucks. No, what's that one quote he has? Come here, dying man. Come to die. I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker. I don't yeah, even know. Right. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm I'm in a tie because I like both of them. I think I'm gonna go with my boy Alucard, but I don't even know if we're picking winners. I think this is just a discussion. I, this I think is it's just a fun a discussion. discussion. I think probably in the end, Alucard would survive. I think Alucard would have the winning power. I think Vamp at the mm. end of the day, you're like, you're right. He's not a vampire. Alucard would probably just find a way to ice him through magic of some kind. Hey, I guess he would finally die. I know nothing about Vamp. Uh, he- I also <laughs> want to say, um, so Zach, you brought up Blood Rain on the GameCube. There is a version of Blood Rain on the PS3 or and I think the Xbox 360 that is like 2D cell shaded. That's actually really what? good. Like it's legit an actual really good game. Um, it's it's Blood Rain Retribution or something like that. Um, but it's like oh it's Blood like Rain Betrayal. Shaded sprite. Oh yeah, Betrayal. That game's really fun. Huh? What is it? What, okay, what is it with these like Blood Rain and Blood Rain Betrayal? How is the series like with a leading character that listen is very scantily clad and like looks literally exists for fan service, and then the game itself? Yeah, it's good gameplay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. It happens, I guess. Is it? Huh. I is think it... it's time for round two. It's time for Zombos. Time for Zombos. Everybody. Well, I, I've got the winning zombie. kick here. All right. But go ahead, Drew. I'm going to go All last right. on this one. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my hat in. Best gaming Zombo is Headcrab Zombies from Half-Life 2 because they actually call themselves fucking zombies. They don't fuck around and pretend that they're like the infected or anything. No, it's just they call themselves zombies. And that I is like fair. The that they that... own it. Mm-hmm. Also, they're from space. All right, Zach. Best zombie. All right, let me... Is it? Oh, okay. It is best zombie is the hunter from Left 4 Dead. Which one's the hunter? The one with the hoodie. 
Oh, okay. The one that would, like, climb on walls and sneak up on you oh, and just sort of jump on somebody. Oh, yeah. I hate, I hate him so much. That motherfucker is top tier. That is the best zombie. That is, that is like, close to the platonic ideal. Well, he's not the platonic ideal of a zombie, but the hunter is a very, very fun enemy. It is a really, like, it really adds to the atmosphere and the creepiness of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just, I really enjoy it. Nice. All right. All right. I have a feeling I'm going to get a lot of backlash on this one. I'm ready. Because I don't... All right. Best zombie, Lady Maria. Oh! That's not a... Wait. That's Toad's a zombie. Damn, she's it is! De- <laughs> she's Toad's dead and came back to life. I feel God, like that's cheating. That's, that's not cheating. That's, like that's a Zambambo. It was in a dream. That's See, this is why I knew I'd get some flack for it. Because, like, in her, in her defense, it's like, is that actually a zombie if it's... A, a dream and it's dead and it came back to life but remember what she says a corpse should be very well left alone oh damn it she is a corpse zombie you know what uh, if that doesn't if that doesn't work i have a backup candidate um if these were the olympics i feel like i just sent out my blood doping candidate i can pull that back and actually have a you know what you know what? wait speak i'm, I'm keeping so, lady Maria right. in but who's your backup who's your, who's your plan who's your, yeah who's your plan uh, sir daniel sir daniel from what? medieval <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That's pretty good. Oh, so you know Daniel what? from what? Uh, medieval. Med. I guess technically he'd be more a skeleton, like a skeleton. I have not played this game. Oh. I'm gonna get a bit, you know. I'm gonna give you Lady Maria. I think Lady Maria is a zombie, and that is a skeleton. Good zombie. If she, if we're counting her as a zombie. Although you know what would be a better zombie? The Chosen Undead. I guess, yeah. No, yeah. the chosen undead is a chump. <laughs> that oh. motherfucker got punked so many times. I'm trying to think who would win, like the zombie horde from Half Life Two or Lady Maria, just going through Ravenholm and just like cleaning house. So now that's the thing. Yeah, that, that would just be Maria destroying a bunch of zombies. I now, feel. Now, Lady Maria, however cool she is, I don't know if she could take on all of the head cramp zombies from Ravenholm. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, did you? Did you fought her, right? I did, but like that means she's good on a one-on-one duel. I don't know if that means like. Did you? How many listen, zombies were in Ravenholm? Okay, uh, did you her, saw her like, slice? She literally enhances her sword with blood and makes it extra long. Yeah, Zach, you don't need to re-explain Lady Maria to me. I know Lady Maria. I'm just I don't saying, know if it's Lady Maria. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would argue that in the world of Half-Life, it's not just Ravenholm. Like, what happens is the Combine are like, hey, here's this human city of people that are getting uppity. Let's fuck them up. And they just mm-hmm. drop they just drop a zombie bomb. So I think that horde would grow. And you got to remember, there are fast zombies. There are fast headcrab zombies. Yeah. Those guys are nasty. Well, then you got to kill the headcrabs afterwards. <laughs> but you know Zach, what? are you like... just throwing your, your boy Hunter under the bus? Uh, not even going to fight for listen, him? Listen, man. The Hunter is the best enemy that you could possibly have in a zombie game. It's I... creepy, it's in the background, and while you have all of these sort of, like, zombies, even slow zombies could work with the hunter. Mm. Um, the hunter just sort of, like, creeps up and then just pounces. Which is exactly like it, it mimics a bunch of animals in nature. It is a very good enemy. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's good. I'm trying to think. You know what another really good zombie is? Um, any of the necromorphs from Dead Space, but specifically the weird, like animal like i think it's i think it might be actually called the hunter as well let me let me check this real quick um but it was from dead space 2 it was like it was like basically the 
what would happen if a if the necromorph plague like got into the livestock area and it was like hey this sucks um let's see they oh they're called stalkers and they were the only enemy in the game that would actually communicate with each other and use cover holy cripes these things are creepy looking yeah so uh yeah th those are my ideas for best zombie all right well that's gonna bring us down to um pretty good. Pretty good. best gaming witch i have Already? also got this in the bag so i mean are you gonna say is it bayo it's Bayo. Oh, yeah. All right, go, crap. go. Come on, tell us why Bayo's the best. All right, I don't need, I don't need to tell nobody why Bayo's the best. <laughs> Zach, do you have, do you have a witch you're throwing in? Do you have a witch you're throwing into the gauntlet just so we get them all out now? I mean, is Geralt a witch? He's a witcher. He's a witcher. Witch. Yeah, he hunts. I don't know the doesn't rules he hunt witches? That. I guess he isn't he like part witch or something. He's part witch? I don't know. I I don't know the rules on Geralt. I'm not that caught up on Witchers, so Well we're not if none of us are caught up on the rules of Witcher, then let's just put Geralt aside. Alright, Geralt, you're probably valid, but we don't know for sure. Uh do you have a backup yeah. candidate for best witch? Uh me? Yeah, you. Um I don't have a character, but I do have an aesthetic. Aesthetics are not a character. <laughs> we, we we need we need flesh and blood. Oh no, well that's, that's, that's not gonna work. No, no, then. Drew, we don't need flesh and blood. That was zombies. Uh, uh, I have right. I have my favorite witch-related thing in gaming is something I could bring up, but sure. I don't. I don't actually have like a character I could point to, other than Bayo, obviously. Bayo's hmm. a strong contester. I'm. Mine was. Mine was the oft overlooked. Uh, oh, actually no. Okay, so I have the cute one, and I have the the real contender, which I would argue pretty badass. Um, in Legend of Zelda: uh, Oracle of Time, Oracle of Seasons, there's a little witch called Maple. And she just kind of oh, shows yeah. up. Yeah, she's just like super fun. Like she's not like a kill you witch. She's like a witch in training. And she just kind of pops up and flies down and is like trying to get the hang of her broomstick and everything. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of cute. She's like, oh, I like it's adorable. That. Oh, I just looked at pictures of this maple character. She looks yeah. nice. I think she's it's in Link Between Worlds. She'll go around and like you can summon her to be like, Maple, I want to be I want to not be here anymore. She's like, okay. Yeah, she's in fast travel eventually. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about. It. Yeah, so she's in a bunch of games. She yeah, she's got yeah. she's got a little going on there. But um, can Maple equip two guns to her feet <laughs> and two <laughs> two guns in her hands? I think if not. I, All right, you, what's your other your option? Okay, so my option two, and hear me out on this one. Dishonored two, and to an extent, Dishonored one. Delilah mm. Copperspoon, who in two is the big bad. That's a name and a half right it there. Is. Yeah, that is that is something. <laughs> so let me tell you her story, because I don't think you guys are caught up on Dishonored. With mm -hmm. her, what happened is she was raised, you know, inside the uh, the aristocracy. But there was a little finicking going on with, uh, you know, there's the best daughter over here uh, who's going to become empress. And then there's you and you're, you know, kind of from a not so... Basically, um, I don't know if it was the dad or the mom that wasn't royal, but there was something that made it kind of sketch and they kind of just wanted to shove her off to the side. Mm -hmm. So she gets in trouble. Uh, she gets kicked out of, you know, the castle. She spends her life, you know, crawling her way up, doing art, doing prostitution, doing whatever, learns the dark arts, comes back in two and is just like, I'm Empress. I, it's me. I'm in charge now and uses her dark magic to paralyze one of the characters and just like basically take over an entire like an entire royal family and she's wow. a badass she's just freaking badass she's a dark villain um she's a witch and she's not like a twist on the witch she's like classic a witch. witch i can tell she's very mm -hmm. classic witch she will mess you up she will ruin your day 
Does she show yeah. up in one? Um, she does in the DLC. Like she is uh. basically what's guiding the DLC, and she has murder plots. She has an like basically a, a cult that is following her around her coven. Uh, she's got dogs that basically spawn from little zombie skulls. She's the full package. She's the full package. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, play Dishonored is... two. Play Dishonored two. No one played it. I think if not, <laughs> it's time to play Bayo one and two again. You and your not devil may cry, Adam. You and your not devil may <laughs> can cry. Can I just can I just say <laughs> listen, one thing listen, before? Listen, on Zach. Oh, okay. Nobody was making devil may cry at the time. I needed something. <laughs> Thank I, you, Bayo. I understand. I understand. And Bayo's yeah. great. Bayo's great. Anyways, can I just say one thing about witches before we move on? I actually, I 100% love the uh, the aesthetic of witches. Um, just like, like the old school, like cap and the 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 cap is pretty cool. But like even the modern incarnation on like what does it visually mean to be a witch is mm-hmm. very cool to me. I'm always like, whoa, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when I was thinking best witch, I was gonna say Mercy because I really like the Mercy witch. Skin, yeah, it's pretty good skin, but. Like, Mercy herself isn't a witch, but, you know, Bale She's not. I guess... Oh. No. I was about to say Moria again, but that's not... She's that's more not of true. a witch than I think Mercy is. Like, she she acts witchy. She's very like, oh, I'm going to go to my lab and... Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. wait a second. Any, any more, There's any a fucking, more fighting? Uh, uh, Banjo-Kazooie has a witch in it. I just saw it. Oh, yeah. oh, Gruntilda! Gruntilda. Gruntilda. <laughs> Sorry. Just... No joke. The, the end... The, uh, game over screen and Banjo Kazooie is legit scary because it's one of the few games I know that if you are to quit, like it's not even that you die, you just turn the game off. It shows you you uh, as Banjo and Kazooie losing, and your sister gets turned into this like horrible monster. And it's like, what the fuck, video game? I just wanted to go catch a break. No. Oh my god. We should have a. At some point, we have to discuss like creepiest end screen. Uh, I don't know if we can do it this year. I haven't thought about it at all. But that's a really good. Th- oh my goodness. All right. Well, then we have our final question, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween in games. What is a Halloween event you've seen in the game you thought was neat that you just gotta talk about? You just gotta let it out. All right. I'm gonna open this up. Um, Final Fantasy 14 does a really fun event every year. What do they do? It is yeah. they literally they literally do a haunted house. Oh, cool! That's kind of cool. Great! It is fantastic. Um, you sort of like you enter the you enter a spooky mansion, and then you have to go solve puzzles with your other uh, party members, and like have to go hunt things down, and spooky things happen. And I'm just like, this is a fucking haunted house. Damn, good work. <laughs> that does actually sound really fun. Yeah. See, more reason to consider playing FF14. Mm. Uh, it's a time sink. It's it a time brought, sink. To, brought to you by uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Play now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the other thing I want to say about Final Fantasy XIV, this is the aesthetic thing. Uh, you can do a witch aesthetic. You, you can have, like you can look like a witch in Final Fantasy XIV, and it looks fucking amazing. Hmm. I'm going to go can, look up can pictures you, can of your this. Car- can your witch be just like Final Fantasy XIV witch class? Like, you There's no witch class. But like, like, if you look at the default astrologian, okay, I know it's called astrologian. Uh, I'm gonna type out astrologian. Nope, it's called astrologian. Um. Oh wow. No, but it, I was, I was asking, Final I, Fantasy fourteen. I was more asking <laughs> how you said it, but oh no, no, I mean like it, it's pronounced astrologian. Zach, oh. that's a witch. Yeah. Be a... Most people call it astro or something like that. Th- th- that's gotcha. that's just a witch that. I'm, I'm looking at this thing. It's a witch. It's I'm telling captor. you, right? It's a card captor witch. That's what I can see. 
card yeah. captor witch uh, yeah guess... it's got little cards in it oh i see yeah, hmm. yeah i guess that's fair yeah. um drew you got any halloween event you know uh tf2 did a really good one but i'm sketchy on the details around it um uh, from what i, I, I also rem- have that mm-hmm. uh sorry just from what i remember there was this one where they took the soldier class and they effectively created this backstory where in I think it was college. He had a roommate who was a powerful warlock and there was some like weird back and forth between them. And there was an event where the, the warlock comes back and is mad at the soldier and curses all of the mercenary friends to like go to this <laughs> weird pocket dimension and fight what him. The or something. Fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Like, yeah. I missed the game for this. What? This is TF2. Do you, Adam, oh. do you remember the details around that? Because that's what I remember. I don't. I, don't remember I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about because I remember there's the necromancer who comes back for a little bit. Uh, I don't necessarily remember the details. It's been quite a while since I played that. Um, I, I mostly uh, remember one of my examples um, for. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. One of my idea uh, or things I remember for the Halloween event was TF2, and I, I can't remember which one. It, it might even be the same one where there is an event where. If you, it was just like, it was like a push the payload kind of thing. Cause you're moving like the cursed pumpkin over to the other team to like, no, this is yes. your curse now. Get it away from us. Um, and if you died, instead of just dying outright, what would happen is you would go into hell what? and everybody made a mad dash to get out of hell. If you didn't, you became a ghost. And then as a ghost, you would go and fuck up other teammates. So they couldn't make jumps and stuff like that. Like nice. you get, they'd get all. Is that the one you were talking about, Drew? They get kind of get pulled into like a pocket dimension or I something. I think so. I think and then, so. And then like you had to get yourself out. Hmm. Um, and it was it was a really neat event. It was a really fun twist uh, on that one. Yeah. You know, on the spirit of TF2, just because we're I kind of got to bring this up. I'm remembering they had like Lantern Jack, and it was like this like super high mm-hmm. HP uh, character that like was either an NPC or like just another player in the server, and it was just like um, it was basically the headless horseman with a giant axe and a bunch of health oh yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah i I like stuff like that i don't know like they're simple like it's not that like obviously you know anything you do is like kind of difficult if you're working on a full play game but they seem like relatively quick setups and they're always kind of neat in any Mm -hmm. case do you have one i i I kind of cut you off Uh, going into yours well so i was gonna say tf2 and i think the only other real halloween event that i can think of is overwatch's junkenstein's revenge which yeah um I, I actually think it's a really fun event, even if I know last time I said, oh, I was kind of bummed that they hadn't changed it. Um, so what it is, for people who don't know, is it's it, it, a bunch of the characters every Halloween get new Halloween-themed costumes, and, Jun- and Junkrat got one where he was Dr. Junkenstein. It was actually the first in, the first Halloween event. Is yeah, because the event is based around that skin, and Super what happens sure. is when you play that one, the uh, the narr- you play as a certain set of characters, and the narrator is telling a story... And it, it's the way it's presented is you are all battling Doctor Junkenstein who has gone crazy and wants revenge, uh, and he he's made like Junkenstein's monster, which is Roadhog. He's got the Summoner who's Symmetra. He's ne- he's made a pact with a Reaper who is Reaper, and uh, you know the, Mercy <laughs> is the witch that yeah. is helping him. It, it's just a really fun event because it's a PVE one. It's very different from the regular fare of Overwatch. Um, actually, the, just the other night. Me, uh, Drew, not, this is short, Drew, uh, I think Ben and, oh my god, who, who's the other guy? Uh, it might have just been the three of us. We finally beat it on Legendary, and it was like, yeah. What? Yeah, we beat it on Legendary. Dang. It's fucking rad. Um, and then all of the achievements popped up, and I guess I have nothing more to do with that event. 
<laughs> so it's dead to me, I guess. But it's it's fun, even if they haven't changed it. It's it's a fun event, but I liked it a lot. Right on, man. All right. Um, anything else Halloween related or spooky that we need to get out, or is it time for uh, designing mm, in the club? It's time for designing. Yes. Let's design something. I'm trying to go for uh, a Frankensteinian voice. It's not really working. Okay. I'm trying to remember what was last year's design club. Very similar Halloween. to this. I'm you telling you, it's very similar to this. I'm it, looking it up. Yeah. Quick, stall for time. Oh, Zach, Will tell I... us about your favorite Halloween experience. Actually, no. Um, Let's see here. I feel like there are other witches that have gone over, other zombies. Oh, my God. What was it? Uh... Do, do, do. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Maybe I found it. What do you got? Next week is Halloween Spooktacular. That's what I call a spooktacular spectacle. That was number one. That was the first one. What? Oh, okay. Uh, the very first Halloween event, uh, the Halloween event, Halloween special we did was, um, now that's what I call a spooktacular spectacle. Um, yep. And we did not do a game. We did a haunted house based around a scary game. Oh, thank God. All right. All right. Design oh, club commences. That that was almost terrifying. Uh, but know. no, this Halloween design club. Whoa. Design a Halloween game and use the previous discussion for inspiration. Okay, I feel like this game requires pumpkins in some well, capacity. It, is, it does, it does. Okay. Yeah, it could be. Well, let, let, how about this? Um, let's focus on, let's get the, the, the guts first. What kind of game are okay. we making here that's Halloween? Like what genre, mm. what what mm. Uh, gameplay, mechanics? Like is there anything specific we want to go with? What ideas do we have? I like I like RPGs. But okay. like Costume Quest Whoa. already exists. Get so. out of here! Oh yeah, Co oh yeah, Costume Quest. That's a that's basically Halloween the game, isn't it? It is Halloween the I game. I have an idea. Well, Halloween costume the game. It's it's I have it's an idea. kids during Halloween it, the dude. game. All right, so y'all um, there's that movie Monster Squad, right? Where you get like mm -hmm. Dracula and the werewolf and all that other stuff together, and the kids fight them. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's, what if you had an RPG and instead oh. of picking a class, you pick like a common monster and you just collect like other cool monsters, almost like Pokemon, but like they actually have like, you know, backstories and histories and you talk to them. And it's mm -hmm. about just getting your party together to go and take over the world as a group of terrible monsters. And it's an RPG and you got to level up and <laughs> I do you like it. Have a can I actually, do you know what cost, like, can I describe costume quest to you, Adam? Sure. Oh, sorry, Drew. Sure. You can describe it to the audience who may not know. I can't. Um, so Costume Quest is a game where you play as like a kid, like a 10, 11-year-old kid, and you either pick the boy or the girl sibling, and then the other one gets kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And you put on your Halloween costume because it's Halloween, and you like you, you come across these like little monsters that have shown up in your neighborhood, and then you fight them, and you turn into the thing you're dressed up as. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um like like and it's an rpg little, yeah? yeah it's an rpg it is it's like uh it's almost a jrpg but it's made by double fine um and you like run across your friends who are also dressed up in their halloween costumes and hmm. they transform into whatever it is they were dressed up as and so you can like switch the outfits on you like you and your friends and hmm. they that'll change the class they are essentially hmm. um it's a very simple game like the rpg system is actually really simplified but yeah that's like it's somewhat similar to the concept that you just said, but it's also fine. You, we can also mm. do. Well, I was gonna say, I kind of like. Monsters. I like this idea, Drew, of an RPG where like you're playing as one of the monsters, and I'm almost imagining like 
you're playing a monster who has to go out and scare somebody like maybe like a young monster or something and it's like you need to go scare people and what better night to do than on halloween Ooh. so you as the monster go out and it's like hey i'm gonna go scare this group of kids but today's kids don't give a fuck and are mm. not scared by you so you have to go and ally with all of the other monster kids that are like dude do you want to scare these people like we have to scare oh my somebody. god wait are you otherwise about, we like... can't be real monsters Oh my god, are you talking? Oh my god, that's so good! Ah! Like, I'm almost thinking if it has, like, that kind, that same kind of art style as Costume Quest, where it's kind of, like, yeah. chibi character looking. Uh, I like that idea, that's a Little fun cartoon. one. That, that is, it'd be really fun, and you do it in this, like, cartoony style. Yeah, and where, like, each of the, I, I like Drew's idea of, like, each of the monsters is, like, a party member, so, like, I'm just a little, like, something you get to pick one and then like later like i need a vampire to hopefully scare the goth kids like oh no the goth kids aren't scared of this vampire uh but maybe they're scared of a zombie zombie. and then and then they're like cool i have one system that you have become implements i so you know how in like final fantasy games you have the early level monsters that are like kind of cute and then as you get higher up the higher level monsters are legitimately terrifying looking Mm -hmm. i want that to happen as you level up i want you to start off with like a nice like cute chibi sprite and by the time you're like level 80 or 90 like you are legitimately like roided up and like this strange like horrifying I, like almost bloodborne-esque creature like i'd like that idea <laughs> no I, I think there's a way you could do that aesthetic i also want to take that a step further drew what if the first like enemy because it's like an rpg and i guess in my head i'm thinking like traditional turn-based kind of deal the first like enemies you fight are like little kids in costumes who aren't scared of you and then as you move up it's Okay, now you gotta fight. Oh no, is that a teenager? Like, oh gosh. Like, is that a college student? And then later it's like, that's just a. Oh my god, it's the boss. It's a full grown. It's a principal. It's the principal of the school. He doesn't care. He's not scared of nothing because of all the pranks that get pulled on him. Adam, Adam, the level. So, like. The level is your age, so you're used to fighting level, like, you know, 18, 17, and then you start fighting level 42, and you're like, oh my god, so OP! (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I want to be entirely honest with you, if this idea hasn't been done, we need to get on that. That's, this is a really solid idea. That is a pretty, it's a fun idea. It's quite enjoyable. I like it. I like Um, it. Since we're kind of going with this, what kind of things do we have go on? In, in this hypothetical game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you say things, do you mean, like, events? or? Yeah, like, like what kind of events might happen? Or cause, So we've got the basic premise of little monster going around collecting other monsters and you're growing as you're trying to scare people. But, like, what kind of events might happen? Is it, is it I strange think... that I want there to be a skit system where, like, the monsters interact and have, like, super weird drama going on? Like, like a vampire has its teeth coming in. And it's becoming oh like, my a, God. like an adult vampire. <laughs> oh my God. You have you have zombies who are losing their teeth and it's like a rite of passage or something. Or they're losing their limbs. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then you you have like a werewolf that like is growing in the hair. It's not all in yet. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, man, I don't know what to do after this. Scaring's all I know. But I'm so yeah. much more than that. I'm a wolf and a man. <laughs> the banshee doesn't want to be a, a monster she wants to sing but in, but instead she keeps like blowing everybody's eardrums out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly oh. the ghost wanted to be an actor but nobody can see him act uh, oh what what tragedy oh, what tragedy oh man there's some really neat ways you could go with that swamp yeah. monster what are you doing i'm trying to get into the market 
What herb market? <laughs> like, no, no, the swap monster's a damn hippie. No. <laughs> I, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, have you have you read Swamp Thing? Because like he's a hippie. I haven't. Too. Okay. Wait, I'm what? The Swamp so Thing much. is a hippie? Dude, the Swamp Thing is like a mega hippie. It's awesome. Well, like like well, he mm-hmm. he's not a hippie, but he's like an eco freaking warrior almost. Like he he's very all of his he's very philosophical. He's very like oh. The green. I well, must in, become in, one universe. Mm. Sorry, in some you, iterations, he's like the guardian of nature kind of deal. Ah. Like he's nature personified. And he's like, I'm going to protect nature. Fuck you. That like makes Swamp, Swamp Thing is, like ten times cooler. Dude, like here's the That's thing. I, right, I, um, Swamp Thing is super cool <laughs> from me only knowing about him in Injustice. Uh, uh, yeah, Injustice 2. Like in on the I surface, like, I'm with you, Zach. I was like, Swamp Thing, that sounds gross. But like he's actually sense. got a super dope redo with alan moore like it's fucking it's fucking sweet or not alan That's... moore who's the who's, who's yeah the alan moore did watchman yeah yeah him i think i'm pretty oh, sure okay. yeah, no, I, it, it is more. alan moore yeah um so what um, else for a zombie or not our, our halloween game um what trying else to think. i feel like if you'd have to have some sort of side quest about a human that actually just likes the monsters oh yeah you could oh, do yeah. it yeah, yeah like some yeah, like yeah. like an ally human that shows up Oh, that's your... Oh, okay. The ally human you get is your rogue who can go in and stealth because, oh, they're just human. They're just whatever. But then once they're in, they're like, I'm going to set up all these debuffs and get the the group of humans scared because they believe me and you guys pounce them. That'd be a neat way to do that. That would be a neat way. (laughs) Humans are debuffers. I knew it. (laughs) Safe points are fireplaces or something. Wait, why would they be fireplaces? Oh, because you tell spooky stories around a fire. Yeah. That's true i'm just trying to like but save points for the party should be in a really really spooky place wouldn't it like, like the danger zones or like a lamp or something i have jack-o'-lanterns were like safe jack-o'-lanterns jack-o'-lanterns could be your safe point yeah that's uh, solid oh and obviously obviously the team pet is a black cat yes approved approved what do we call this thing guys it needs a name um spooky spooktacular uh that's no spooky is uh, a character from a different game Oh man, <gasps> spooky crossover DLC where you get to have spooky in your party oh and she just God. does jump scares. <laughs> just oh, stupid oh, fucking that's... jump scares. Sorry, Spooky's House of Jump Scares is a game with uh one ghost, a lot of jump scares, and it gets real dark at the end of 1,000 levels. That's right. Spooky's House of Jump Scares is, surprise, full of jump scares. Yeah, it is. The cheapest and most effective scare. <laughs> that's one of the moves! One of the moves is jump scare. You cast <gasps> jump scare. Oh, yes. You instantly freak out the whole party and they get stunned. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Have an it. amazing stun. Yeah. What else? What else we got? Um, um I kind of want to call it Path of the Monster, but... What was the, what was the one you were talking... It, it was Monster Squad? That that was the movie where Most... the kid's fighting the monsters? Would this be like Kid Squad? No. I think it would no, be... No, that isn't... I um... like Path of the Monster, to be honest. Path of the Path Monster, of the Mon- Red Dawn orange dark. no wait wait wow. wait 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 the secret of monster oh the, the secret of monster that of way monster. it's got a secret of mana in there yeah yeah exactly um, <laughs> and it's like a really like think. dramatic cover of all the monsters huddled by a tree looking off what are they kind doing like an indie band cover pose yeah exactly exactly i was trying to i'm almost like fantasy, but whatever. i'm almost thinking for like the cover art it's that very stereotypical like all the kids are huddled in a corner and all the monsters like shadows there, but reverse it where all the kids and like their goodie bags are like looming over this group of like scared monsters. Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> That'd be That's, pretty good. I love it. I love it. Um, oh God, I don't know. I, Path of the monster might have to be it. I can't think of a good name. Yeah. Okay. Neither can I. 
But uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be for real with you guys. This is a ten on ten idea. I like this one a lot. It's a good one. It's a good one. Like especially if you go like I feel like if I were to play this game, I would want it to be like kind of simple, like almost like a Paper Mario style like level of difficulty. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know if it needs to be like Path of Monster now with the added complexity of Path of Exile. Oh no! Oh god! Oh, oh, god please, no. no! I'm getting more of a fun. I'm getting more of a fun chill out kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Now All the right. real scary part, y'all, What's to go ho- to go out and find that it's actually already been done, but worse. Oh, oh. the sadness of reality, the greatest tragedy. Oh. All right, gentlemen. Ah, uh, Halloween spooktacular. It's been lovely talking to you. It Do has. You have any, it has. Any toasts or pourouts before we cap off this this lovely special uh, event. I think if I got one, I got a toast to the Netflix Castlevania series. I'm super excited to go watch that. Uh big huge castlevania fan and i'm like just stoked that it's getting more attention i want to give a toast to a game i've been playing that's unrelated to halloween but it is soul caliber 6 yeah boy yeah i've been playing a lot of that game i am not good at fighting games at all in the least adam i have been doing i have vertical comboed my way all the way through this game We'll have to talk more about combo. it after hours. We will exactly. we will talk about it more after hours, but I will say I did in Halloween Spirit, I have made a witch custom character along with like nine other custom characters. <laughs> glorious. Glorious. Yeah. Uh I I wanna give a toast to a toast to God of War. I finally beat that. Nice game excellent game very fun ending very interesting ending. i will mm-hmm. be spoiling the hell out of that in after hours and oh god no i haven't played it yet no then i will oh, not no. be spoiling the hell out of it in after hours i'll just be teasing oh, thank you friend no. i'm uh, i'm gonna give a toast to felipe um uh, felipe from work he uh he's been helping me out a lot these last few weeks and, uh, oh but nice oh yeah how uh we'll talk about the transition after yeah. hours. Felipe from work we hope you're a new listener <laughs> yeah come on that way you can hear this Hear this heartfelt thank you from a cool dude that you're working with. It's okay. like he's your coworker. <laughs> Adam, do you have any toaster pour outs or, or thingamabops before Zach hits us with a life lesson that rocks our world? Uh, besides Castlevania, no. The, I see. no. Nothing. I see. And Zach, do you have any life lessons? Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson... If you're gonna steal a ship, plan it out first. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. I've got a sinking feeling about that ship, though. Hmm. Well, listeners, thank you so much. Happy Halloween. Eat a bunch of candy and apples covered in caramel and, you know, just have fun with it. Just have fun with it. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, thanks for listening to us. Um, hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to say hi, you can always reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team, N-I-T-W-I-C, at gmail.com. This week's music is we agreed upon it earlier adam what is it from again uh terror time from scooby-doo and uh the zombie curse zombie island uh zombie island there we go yeah the curse of zombie Zombie island Island. which i'm gonna be entire we can talk more about that later but really that should be called cat island uh yes it doesn't quite scare as much though 
in any case we're gonna transition off to after hours see you then otherwise happy halloween and happy later happy, happy halloween all right y'all let's head upstairs let's go Insert stair noises here. I mean, yeah, he does. <laughs> ah, here we are in the lovely parlor upstairs in the attic. Which is totally not haunted. Yes, I no, mean, not at all. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, the whole fucking cabin's haunted to some degree or another. Well, yeah, probably. Like, as long as all you get, listen, these, these aren't the, like, aggressive kind of spirits, though. You just, you appease them and they won't bother you. Yeah, like, anytime you think, anytime you think, man... Was that somebody banging on their mic or something? No, that was ghosts. It's never our fault. Ghost. Never. Podcast Not even once. Haunted. Not even the once. Mike ghosts. The mic ghosts. That's yeah, right. The mic ghosts. They're canon now. Just, just so we're clear. They're canon. So, so Zach. They yeah, <laughs> they need to be. Tell me, how are you liking Soul Calibur Six? I. You'd be surprised how much I enjoy a fighting game when, despite the fact that I cannot play fighting games to save my life. I. I'll be honest. I am having. So I played I played the beta a lot, and it struck me when I was playing the beta of how much I had missed playing Soul Calibur. And I've pretty much, when I'm not playing like anything else, I've been going back to playing Soul Calibur. Right. It's so good. Like, I'm playing through the that. main story mode right now, the, the like custom character story mode. Mm-hmm. It is surprisingly enjoyable. The writing is bad, but I expected it to be bad. Uh-huh. I'm always like tickled pink by like the random historical notes that they'll slip in there sometimes. Yeah, because they're very, like, it's like, yeah, this takes place in the 16th century. It's like, sure, Soul Calibur. Wink, wink. Every once in a while, they'll be like, they'll reference an actual thing in that time period. And I'm just like, wow, okay, I didn't expect that. You know what really got me? And this is a mm. really, really minor detail. Uh, when you're doing the, like, roaming around that you can do during that campaign, mm-hmm. they got the names of every single mountain range right. And wow. they, they knew to label all of the correct mountain ranges. I was baffled. I was like, so, this is insane. So, Drew, just so you know, uh, Soul Calibur 6 actually has two different story modes. There's yeah. a story mode for all of its, like, main characters, where you, you play through their character story, and you kind of see what's happening with them and, like, what's the, like, canon story. But then there's the Libra of Soul, where you make a custom character and go through a brand new story with your custom character in this universe. Well, here's the thing, so, though. is is So, Libra of Soul, uh, your character in Libra of Soul shows up in the other guy's campaigns. Oh, that's pretty. I didn't know that. Yeah, it like if I think if you have a custom character, they will crop up in somebody else's campaign. Now I'm gonna be entirely fights. honest. I have done none of the character customization. I've done none of Libra of Soul. I've only done ranked matches because I'm like climbing that ladder. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have. I haven't touched rank. I have not touched I, multiplayer at all. I cannot play fighting games to save my life. I'm gonna so. humble brag for just a second. Last time I checked, so I have only played Zaslamel in uh in soul caliber six scythe man well on uh in ranked last time i checked of the 1200 people that play zaslamel in ranked match i'm rank 155 wow holy crap yeah yeah boy now i've probably dropped because i haven't played in a couple days but uh when i checked it was like damn i feel really good about that that yeah that felt good so the custom character i made and i did not know this is a not easy character is i made a uh one with i made it for libra soul i made a character with the Raphael stance oh god <laughs> let he's me not s- the worst he's, he's not the pretty... worst uh-huh he's a little rough um yeah i've gotten very good at vertical strikes which is probably his best basic attack um mm. and i've gotten fairly good at doing the like counter 
Oh, nice. Just sort of like, I wait for enemies to like try to attack, and and this is like waiting for an an AI to do something. And let me tell you, like they will give you space to hit them. I am not playing Thanks. on a hard difficulty. I know this Thanks, is easy, AI. but like I just sit here, like I get crushed by the AI sometimes. Just like completely demolished because I can't fight you fighting games. You and I should run a couple of sets sometimes. <laughs> you you would destroy me like completely. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I actually what I really need to do is is once I complete Libra of Soul, I need to play as like either make a custom Talum character or just play as Talum because that's who I played in in Soul Calibur Two. Um, one of those. Filthy Talum mains. Listen, man, Talum is hilarious and fun. You just, like, hit them and move and hit them and move and hit them and move and they never touch you. Like I said, filthy Talum mains. <laughs> so, Zach, I sorry, wanted uh, to know, um, why did uh, you pick up yep. Soul Calibur 6? I didn't think you were into fighting. I played Soul Calibur 2 when I was younger and I really enjoyed it and I played it a ton, despite the fact that I was garbage at fighting games. Mm. Um, I like Soul Calibur. I liked, and I also played the Persona fighting games. But yeah, usually I don't play fighting games. Mm. Uh, I I think I think for me it's because they have this like veneer of history going on with it, and I love these like little alternate fantasy history things. Yeah, I kind of thought you yeah from the alternate history thing, but also the custom character and like the fact oh, that your yeah. custom character has like its own their own like full fully laid. You know out what? Story. You know what fucked me up is I made a I made custom characters and I was gonna play as a custom I was gonna play as a custom character. I. I got as probably as close as I could to making a uh, Scottish Highlander mm-hmm. um, because you can change the the cloth pattern to te- you can change the cloth texture to like a tartan pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made a female character and I gave her a skirt and she has a tartan pattern and I'm like close enough to a kilt. Um, and she had a Siegfried stance and I was going to use her for the uh, for Libra of Soul. And then I learned you couldn't take the custom character you made in the creator system and play them in Libra of Soul. Oh, now mind you, at any point in time, you can take your Libra of Soul character and customize them however you want. Mm-hmm. You just can't like take a start with a custom character and put them in. Um, Interesting. And so yeah, when I made the when I made the Libra of Soul character, I was just like, oh, I already made a Siegfried character. I'll just make a a uh, a Raphael character, and then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm stuck with this. Hmm. But yeah, I'll have to go check it out. Check out Libra of Soul. Drew, yeah, tell me, how did you like Dad of Boy? So, <laughs> Dad of Boy is a really good game. It's a very well done game. I don't know if it's... I think if you're going in thinking God of War, thinking Devil May Cry, thinking that very action-heavy genre game, mm-hmm. you might you might not be getting what you want, but I feel like they've done a pretty good job of letting you know that off the bat. So I played uh, 1, 2, 3, Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus, and they all have a very set kind of play style of, I, I am the Ghost of Sparta, check out these chain blades, and doing like very cinematic like fighting move things. Um, I kind of stopped looking at trailers, and then I've, I'm still on, like, a media blackout for that game. But the right. few bits I have seen, is it an RPG? So it's not an RPG. What it has is it has like moves an... that you unlock by buying. So it's kind uh-huh. of like, uh, think Devil May Cry 3, when you would, like, kind of buy things to upgrade your gear, or 4, where you would buy new moves. It's mm-hmm. pretty much that, where you buy new moves, you're going to upgrade your gear, and there's different, like, gem slots to make it better. Uh, and you do level up, but it's kind of just a natural progression so that you feel like you're getting more powerful as the game goes on. So I, so it seems like it's it's an action game with RPG elements. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a perfect way of describing it. They they've added in RPG elements, but uh, they're very they don't distract. Like it's a the core gameplay is very much about fighting as Kratos with boy by your side and just having them grow and get more powerful over time. It's just the me- the mechanism for getting there is through RPG elements. So the other I thing see. I noticed is yeah. uh it seems like the game is a little slower than the original God of War games. I, you know, I, I didn't play the originals. I can't really speak to them. I just know I mean, what I played was very I, fun. I have not played any of the God of War games, but from what I've seen, it seems like from the gameplay I've seen of both games. Adam, how fast-paced is the original God of War games? Uh, the original games are pretty fast-paced. Like, you're, like, mm-hmm. ducking and dodging and doing a bunch of crazy combos. Yeah, whereas this I seems, was... it seems, this seems about the same speed as, say, like, an Arkham Asylum or something, right? Um... I would say it's it depends on how you want to qualify fast paced mm-hmm. because there are definitely moments where the action picks up and they go into a very God of War style, you know, quick time action event sequence. Right, right. Um, I would say it's it doesn't feel slow. It just doesn't feel like chaotically fast. Like it's mm-hmm. slowed down, but you're kind of paying attention to enemy placement a little bit more, kind of planning out your moves a little bit more. It's not a button masher. It's it's you have to do a little bit of like, oh, so I'm going to throw my axe now and I'm going to cast this kind of ritual rune magic spell. Here. Atreus, get in here and shoot some arrows over there. It's... It's, uh, you know, I have to say, it's definitely different, but I, by the end of it, I was really liking the play, the gameplay, and nice. a, a giant chunk of it is actually very much about exploration. Like, you spend a good chunk of the game just traversing these, like, different, like, shores and finding different side quests and finding different, like, really, honestly, very well thought out side missions. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff in the game you don't need. But it's all very cool and you want to it, I'm promising mm. you. Um, I ran into, uh, I'm, I'm going to not tell you because I don't want to spoil it, but there's some stuff in there that I wasn't expecting that I was, like, really I, happy to see. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm really excited to play that. I think what I'm probably going to end up doing is, uh, you know, after I do that huge crunch thing, I, I get that, like, week off at some point. I think I am going to pick it up and just, like, try to... Do you think it's possible to beat that game in, like, a week if I were, like, sit down and, like, really oh, yeah. Oh, concertedly yeah. play it? Or you is can it really definitely long? beat it in a week if you're dedicated to it. And I don't, I don't know how much side content you would work through because there's a lot of it. But you, but really? Given, yeah, but, like, you could probably work through it. I'm guessing you could probably work through it in a week if you wanted to. Hmm. Let yeah. me ask you this. Uh, well, maybe no. Never mind. I was gonna ask like, how much missable stuff is there, or is this like one that, like I can just go and blitz through the main story and then like turn around and do the side stuff? But so, uh, I'll, I'll figure it out when I when I play it. But I have. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, tangent to that, Drew. Mm-hmm. You and I know one of the QA guys on that game. Uh, our friend. Oh Jake. yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Uh, I remember being absurdly jealous of him because he got a replica axe. Like, I think it's like a plastic <laughs> one, but like. That's it awesome. was like when the game came out, but recently they they announced a uh, there was a video of some of the weird bugs they found while testing God of War. <laughs> really? And I kind of want to watch that, but I kind of don't because I don't want to get spoiled on anything. But I'm like, I assume this game had bugs up like like crazy. Actually, when I played it, it was pretty seamless. I didn't really have any game breakings happen. There was the occasional clipping thing, but that's just something spec these days. Mm-hmm. It was, for the most part, like a very professionally done, very clean, very consistent, well-functioning experience. So what you're saying experience. is that yeah. it was not a Bethesda game. Zach, 
I want you to know you and I must be on the exact same wavelength because I was going to transition this into a story I read today. Oh, okay. Here we go. It. W- By the way, Drew, honestly, really excited to play God of War. I'm really glad you liked it. I I remember when you said you were playing it, I was like, oh, Drew may not like it because it's God of War, but I'm really glad you liked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I mentioned QA. Also, I could swerve and talk shit on Bethesda because Bethesda put out a statement for Fallout 76 players that they should expect spectacularly bad bugs. It's like that's you are know, you fucking are you fucking kidding? They're me? advertising oh, a terrible QA. Good. Yeah, it's like are you advertising that you guys are shit at this? I think it's because they saw the mimetic properties of horses walking up the side of walls. Was it like thrown in a blog post or something? I, I think Todd Howard was to... talking about it or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, like the thing know, is, if the game was based off of if if the game was Goat Sim, you could say check out these weird fucking bugs because that's the game. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like have fun in a physics simulator, uh, but it's kind of not, and so it's kind of like Todd, come on. I mean, well, I, it, I it also rings to be bad. It just I'm not hearing a lot of encouraging now. Yeah. You know? Well, at least from my perspective, when God of War puts out a video that says, "Look at these weird bugs." You can almost be in awe of it because you know the game that you just played, like the new God of War, like has none of those bugs. It's like, wow, that game was seamless. Look at the weird things these guys found while testing it. That's impressive. Bethesda is already has this reputation of, dude, your games are like borderline broken on release. Don't be bragging about that. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're just embracing it. Maybe they're just like, yeah, our our games are buggy as fuck. You'll still buy them. I don't know. When God of War does it, it's like almost classy and like a look behind the veil. When Bethesda does it, it's like, boy, you guys certainly didn't seem to care. It's oh, well. basically trying to play into... They're, they're playing to, into the joke about their own company. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, but it, it again, it, it just makes it seem like they don't put effort into doing it. Yeah. 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 One yeah. thing I do want to say, Adam, if you're going to play God of War, um, and I'm really appreciative that they did this, um, you'll do the main quest, and then there will be kind of like a natural point where it's like, okay, let's go off to this other, let's continue the story. But mm-hmm. there will always be some little way of either Atreus or some other character you're hanging out with who will say like, oh, well, you know, we don't have to go right away. Why don't we just like, you know, make sure we've got everything set up oh, and ready to go. Like, thank God. No, they're very good about that. Yeah, the, like, the story and, doesn't push you, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it doesn't push you at all to do that. Like, uh, I, I was remember in this FF15 point of, does that. Yeah, I wanted to continue the yeah. story, but I was also like, oh, this is like a natural point for me to explore. Like, it actually is very encouraging for you to be like, hey, just so you know, maybe check out some of this other multi-billion dollar stuff we so, worked on. So, so <laughs> speaking speaking of things that rush you through the main plot, or like the story that you... Uh, anytime you want to go to a side mission uh in uh soul libre because just because i'm playing it right now or libre Libre of soul um it's always like the story mission will always be like we have to get there right now and then you go side questing for like five like and and like you're you're walking across a map of europe (laughs) so it has that traditional problem of the demon lord is about to attack us but i'm gonna go kill 10 bugs and get this sick bangle yeah it'll have to be like we have to get to this we have to get to this portal before it closes. And then you go on a side quest all around Europe. And then you go get to the portal. Like, it's really funny. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Yeah, it, like I said, the writing in that game is not very good. <laughs> I wasn't just, expecting it. It's, it's just goofy and it's funny to me. Um, let's see. I talked to Zach about Soul Calibur. I talked to you about God of War a bit. Um, 
think the only thing of like real note is the other day I watched a uh, solo a Han a uh, Star Wars story. Did you guys How see is that? that? No, I, I skipped it because I didn't care. But uh, wow, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I um, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I, I was actually gonna say, Drew, it, it was actually a lot of fun. It was um, and I, I know this is like striking while the iron is like frozen over with ice. <laughs> um. <laughs> But it's actually, it was a, it was a really fun uh, movie. Yeah. It, it was so much so that I actually kind of wish it had nothing to do with Star Wars. Because, yeah. Oh. Um, Drew, as you probably know when you said, like, you didn't care, it's because you know what's going to happen to these characters. Like, you know what happens to Han Solo. You know what happens to Lando. Um, and they, tr- they, at some point, they try to, like, ooh, look at this romance with this girl. It's like, bitch, I know what happens at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one of the problems with that movie, and the other one, like every time it goes to an explicit Star Wars reference, the movie gets worse for a bit. Yeah, like when when the movie isn't making a reference to the other movies, it's actually fun. It's really enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. But then it, like when it has to pull in this or that or the other thing, you're just like, oh, this is disappointing now. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's... like it's, it's not as cool, like. Yeah. I don't know. It it, it it was a fun movie. I kind of wish it was not focused around... Hunt. Zach, let me tell you this. I had this thought. That movie would have been better if it was like some random nobody rogue who was like, I'm going to escape the streets. I'm going to join this outlaw gang. And he ends up joining Han Solo's gang. And it's almost like... Uh, Han Solo is like the big man and like it's kind of his story but like the main character is focusing on this other person where it's like yeah we know what happens with Han Solo we just want to see an adventure with him or kind of deal I don't right, know I, right. I, I, thought, I thought it'd be kind of neat like yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew was, you remember the I Captain Harlock with... movie like the uh, CGI one yeah yeah I saw the CGI one or like the the, the 2D yeah. CGI it was CGI yeah but remember how it was like Captain Harlock's there and he is a main character but like the story's actually following this person kind of yeah yeah I thought you know, like I could maybe see Han that. Solo should have Solo should have done something like that where it's like I don't know what's gonna happen to this character but there's Han Solo and Chewie doing stuff. Thanks. Yeah. I guess yeah. that way, yeah, you could keep the characters cool and fun, not do that prequel thing where you kind of dig in just a little too much on like uh, you know like a Jack Sparrow or something. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think honestly, I think that's a really good way of telling stories of like really well established characters because it's like mm-hmm. it lets the character keep their mystique while also giving backstory, but. You don't run the risk of, like, accidentally ruining the character by, like, mm. some weird writing faux pas or something. Yeah. But, you, but you're saying I should um, check it out sometime if it's on Netflix, is what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, hell, I... Yeah. I recommend that one if it's for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would not... I would not pay money for it. For what? For I Solo? Did, yeah, I would not yeah. pay money for Solo. It was a movie that, a, that answered questions that nobody was asking. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, I mean, uh, I'm sure it's pretty. Yeah, but, it is pretty cool. Right. Uh, I think I'm done. I, I got nothing more to say. I'm yeah, good, I'm gentlemen. Good well. I think it's time to cap this sucker off. All People right. in the audience, Buenas noches. Happy Halloween. Dia de los Muertes. Everything. Later. Goodbye. Goodbye.